Press means supply force. When God said press, prayer reaches every single situation. He gave us permission to apply force to every situation that we will go through. And in this podcast, we are going to learn to apply force to what's applying pressure to us. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Press Podcast. So glad that you are here today and joining us for this prayer journey. I am excited about what God will do. But today, I want to dive right in. Have you ever had to follow God into what you would define as uncharted territory? And you know God is leading you there, but you have no map for the way he's leading you. You know, I've often thought about the job of Ezra in rebuilding the temple. And we haven't got to that place in the journey yet, but essentially he was commanded to rebuild this temple. And many of the people he had to build with had never seen it before. They hadn't seen the old ones, so rebuilding it, they may not have had the same emotional ties. They didn't understand the significance. They didn't know what they were missing in a lot of ways. I imagine how hard it can be to build something you've never seen before. We as people tend to like somewhat of a roadmap, someone we can look up to, someone that can be a mentor. That's a big catchphrase now. Everybody wants a mentor. Everybody wants counseling. They, they want somebody who can just kind of guide them to where they're going. But when you're in uncharted waters, when you're in a territory or headed towards a territory that you do not know, you don't always have somebody who can tell you how to get there. And as we're in Numbers chapter 10, Moses is now leading the children of Israel into uncharted territory. He has been working with them and coming out of Egypt, now headed towards the wilderness. He has been setting order. He has established the offerings of each of the tribes. He has helped set up the Levitical priesthood and their jobs. And then he also led them in the Passover being kept. He's done all that. Now they're preparing for this journey. Having no map, having no direction, Moses says to Hobab in verse 29, the son of Ragel the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, we are journeying unto the place of which the Lord said, I will give it you. Come thou with us, and we will do thee good, for the Lord hath spoken good concerning Israel. He says, I will not go, but I will depart to my own land and to my kindred. And he said, Leave us not, I pray thee, for as much as thou knowest how we are to encamp in the wilderness, and thou mayest be it to us instead of eyes. Basically, he's saying to the Hobab, Go with me. You know the right way to do this. You know you can help us out. You can be direction. You can help us see what's coming. Again, when you're going into uncharted territories, you want something or someone you can trust. You want someone who can fight with you. You want someone who can look out for you. And that's what Moses is asking of Hobab here in Numbers 10. He's saying, come, you can be with us. You know the wilderness. You know how to look out for us. But he said, I'm not going. I understand Moses wanting somebody to show him the way, wanting to know somebody is in his corner. That's a natural reaction to being in an awkward place. But the way Moses prays from this place is what we're looking at here. Because he has to lead the children of Israel where they have to go, whether he has support with him or not. He has to lead them the way they have to go. He has to make sure they get where God said they would be. But it is awkward. It is uncomfortable. It is a challenge when you want to have 
somebody there you're familiar with, somebody to show you how to do it. But we thank God because as he prayed, I'm going to read starting at verse 33. And they departed from the Mount of the Lord three days journey. And the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them in three days journey to search out a resting place for them. Now they're leaving and they're following the Ark of the Covenant. Exodus 25 tells us about this Ark and how it was to be built. God commanded that they make this Ark. It's covered in gold. And in it, he said, you put the testimony that I will give you. What we find out in Hebrews 9 and 4 is what was actually in the Ark. It included the manna that God sent down from heaven to feed the children of Israel. It included Aaron's rod that budded. And it included the tablets that were given to Moses. But as of yet, only one of those things had happened. The manna had not come from heaven yet. And Aaron's rod had not budded yet at this point in Numbers. Only Moses had obtained the tablets. But God said, build this Ark of the Covenant that I will give you. And Put in it the testimony that I will give you. I believe this is key to following God in uncharted places that we hold up before us and continuously follow the testimony of what he has been and what he will be. If you keep in your face the things that you don't know or the questions you don't understand or the worries that you're encountering as a result of being in an uncharted place, then you'll just be worried with questions. But when you keep up before you what he has been and the promise of what he will be, then you have something you can follow. And I do believe it's key that this, at this point, he had not included all of the things that would be in this art. All of them had not happened yet. There were more testimonies to be had. There are some things that Israel could say God had done. They could testify God had led them through the Red Sea. They could testify he had given them commandments from heaven. They could testify of different ways he had made and how he kept them in the plagues. But if they thought that was the end of their story, they wouldn't have been able to follow God the way they needed to follow him. They need to realize, they had to realize, they have to follow after him because he has more testimonies for them. When we're following God, we have to recognize there's some things he has done, but there's also some things he will do. And so we're following after him until he's done everything he's promised. There's more testimonies he wants to give us. There's more prayers we have to pray. There's more ways we get to follow him. And so they kept up this ark of the covenant before them and it led them. That is so interesting to me because it's an inanimate object. It's something that was carried, but it's directing the way they go. They're following this ark and the cloud of the Lord in verse 34 was upon them by day. When they went out of the camp, there was a cloud and this ark that they're following. And so Moses then has this prayer and it came to pass when the ark was set forward, when the ark was ready to move, when the ark set the direction, when you knew the way the Lord was taken, Moses began to pray. He says, rise up, O Lord, and let thine enemies be scattered and let them that hate thee flee before thee. That word rise up, it reminded me of the word repel. If you ever drop a drop of oil in the middle of water, the oil instantly repels the water. The water instantly scatters. What he's saying is, God, when you show up, when you go before us, 
when we hold you up, when we recognize your testimony, when we're following what you said, God, scatter them. God, don't even let it be a close call as we're walking with you. Scatter the enemy. God, make the way. God, when you go, let it be known. And then he says, and when it rested, he had another prayer. Return, O Lord, unto the many thousands of Israel. God, when you stop, stop right here. When you go, God, handle business. Fight for us. But when you're ready to rest, rest upon us. We need your presence. We need your power. This is how we follow God in uncharted territories. We ask him that when he goes, God, show your hand. Show it was you. God, fight for us. Fight before the enemy has a chance to take hold. Show yourself strong. Before you have to walk in that courtroom, before you walk in the hospital for those results, before you have to go into this place or that place or this situation or that encounter, if you pray, God, go before me. If you pray, God, you handle your enemies. They're not even my enemies. They're your enemies because you brought me here. I'm walking in the way you said, and these are in opposition of you. So you handle your enemies. God, go before me. Fight for me. God, walk me through this. Make your way known. You pray that when you start saying, God, I don't know how to work here. I don't know how to move here. I don't know what to do here, but I know you sent me here. Then God, you handle it. Take your hands off. You don't have to be in the steering seat. You don't have to be in the driver's seat. That's what they're showing us here. Moses wasn't in the driver's seat. Aaron wasn't in the driver's seat. There's no person here controlling how they're going to move. They are following God. You can take your hands off the wheel and say, God, I'm following you. And because I'm following you, you have to get glory here. But God, when you stop, I stop. When you stop moving, rest on me. I want your power to settle upon me. God, be with me in the move. Be with me in the stillness. Why? Because I'm with you. God, get the glory. This is the prayer of Moses. Stay with me. Stay with me, God. Stay with me in all of it. And let us stay with you. I pray that that has blessed somebody today that you feel like praying. No matter where you find yourself, whether it's new, difficult, or you're unsure what's happening, when you're following him, pray. And know that he'll stay with you and he'll fight for you. Because prayer reaches every single situation. Join the movement. Join the community. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Visit us at PressToPray.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook. Did you know that when you are quiet, your voice is missing to God's ears? I know some of us have prayed and we're wondering, how long should I pray about this? Why should I pray if God already knows? How will I know God is answering? And what do I do when I feel like God's not listening? But God is listening for your voice. It's too quiet in this world for the troubles we have. You have to raise your voice and God wants to hear from you. It's Too Quiet, a book about prayer, is designed to answer your prayer questions and build your faith. Visit PressToPray.com.